guys, and welcome back to another episode of Fit and Focus for Remote Work and Digital Nomads podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm a certified nutritionist, health nutrition, brain performance coach, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion for helping people to learn how to use our brain better to feel, look, and do our absolute best. Guys, I can't wait to share with you today what I'm about to share with you. So I'm reading this book. Uh, It's called How to Change the Science of Getting from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be by Katie Milkman. And what Katie did as a science journalist, she explored through different from different studies she analyzed different data she talked to a lot of scientists and experts in the field of behavior psychology or the art and the science of change of our behavior and she wrote this book with again collaborating with a lot of people a lot of scientists who know a lot about the science and the art of change and she wrote this book combining all of the methods, all of the most working, most effective methods of helping people to change, whether helping ourselves to change or helping to change or take certain actions, people that we interact with, right? Uh, she has example from um, people who, who were trying to make people show up and vote or to get their flu vaccine, right? Or students... Um, to not procrastinate. So they used all the different methods and conducted experiments and they came up with, um, I believe it's like eight different tools that will help you to address the obstacle uh, that is in the way of you of changing. You know, Katie Milkman at the beginning of the book, and I really loved it. um, she, She said, while starting writing this book, um, I had all of these things that I wanted to do, but somehow I failed to do. And she has a degree, by the way, and background in IT, so she is a computer engineer. And she said, well, um, my boyfriend advised me to approach this problem as an engineer. And as an engineer, where they usually start is from removing the obstacle that doesn't allow certain things to happen. And so her whole approach to this book from the personal perspective was, okay, what are the things that don't allow me to change in these areas? And how can I address that with the best research data, human studies that we have available, right? And so she was writing this book and at the same time, um, sharing all these different social experiments, helping people to change or nudging people into certain actions, like, like again, uh, showing up to vote or getting a vaccine. And in this book, she shares all these methods, and then she has really nice summaries at the end of each chapter. And today, I want to share with you one that is hands down one of the most effective. If you ask behavioral science uh, scientists and researchers, that's what they say one of the most effective ways to do things that somehow you forget doing, whether that developing new habit, like meditation, that I'm going to talk to you about in a moment, um, or just forgetting to show up for a meeting or for a call 
or you needed to deliver a certain aspect of the project and you just forgot, it just slipped your mind. Or maybe in your relationships, in your family, with your spouses, your partners, with your kids, um, you just forget things often, things that you agreed to do and maybe you even put them on your calendar and set the reminders, but you set the wrong kind of reminders and you still forget to do things. That happened to me quite a few times. And so I changed, I applied science and um, it's been working. Let's take meditation as an example. A lot of people know that meditation is great for them. It makes their brain work better. They're calmer. They're more creative. They're more connected to life and to themselves. And they don't feel that um, mental fatigue or they don't burn out. They sleep. But like meditation has so many benefits, right? The problem is that it's not some essential activity. And for most people, it's something new and they need to start doing that. And people do it for a couple of times. And then they just forget. A lot of my clients were in that camp. They're like, Angela, what do I do? I keep forgetting to meditate. And um, here is the answer to this forgetfulness of things that we want to do, we honestly want to do, but it just it waits us, it sleeps our mind, it, it we just forget, you know, we get busy. There are so many things. It's totally a normal thing to be forgetful about all the different projects and things because these days our brain is bombarded with so much information and to do so that it's just hard to keep track of that. That's why you need to have a system of capturing things, but that's not the tool. The tool to start doing things like meditation or maybe regular exercise, or maybe you want to start journaling practice, or maybe winding down ritual before bed, or maybe walk after dinner, whatever that might be, those things that, you know, sleep your mind. And again, you can also use the same thing if you forget any anything like some appointment or getting certain groceries or anything. You can use it for anything. So the, the name of it is cute triggers, but let's not focus on the name. I like to talk about that as recipes, behavior recipes that you need to create answering the questions, how, when, and where to not forget to do this new thing or some assignment that either you gave to yourself or um, other people gave to you and you agreed to do that. So what does it look like? Let's take meditation. You want to start meditating. Uh, I'm going to give you three examples. Um, Morning meditation for me has been a consistent practice for many, many years now. But now I've recently, well, comparatively recently, a year ago or so, introduced consistent meditation in the afternoon. And for a while I've been struggling to do it consistently. Why I wanted to do it? Because meditating in the afternoon helped me to restart my mind better and so I can continue working in a very focused, uh, effective manner in the second part of the day, right? If I didn't do the meditation practice, my mind felt more scattered and it was harder for me to focus in my second part of the day. That is not my most productive anyhow because I'm a morning person, but still, my second part of the day would be really not productive. And so I wanted to address it and meditation helped me with that. I knew that, but I still would forget to do it very often for one mysterious reason or the other, right? There is many things I need to take care of uh, in the middle of the day that would start bombard me. So what did I do? I used this science. I actually read, I think, the first time I read about it in Tiny Habits book, but now that I'm reading it again, I just felt like I need to share that because it is so effective. So 
I created a recipe connecting the habit of meditation to what I already do every afternoon. And answering these questions again, how, when, and where. Every afternoon, I have my lunch. And after lunch, this is actually a perfect time for me to meditate. It helps with digestion, you know, helps you to relax for this eating after this reading ritual that again helps with digestion and uh, feeling more energized after your meals um, for the rest of the day also. So I, I would always have lunch, no matter what, I would have it. And so it was a good time for me to meditate after since I already doing my lunch consistently. So I created a recipe. Every time I finish my lunch, I'm going to go to my bedroom, lie on my bed, and meditate using Balance app. So I answered three questions. How, when, and where. How? Using Balance app that I have. Amazing meditations. I highly recommend it. It's also, they now have, I think, still have free offer for a year. So how? Using Balance app. Where? On my bed, on my bedroom, lying down. When? after my lunch. And the when is very important, and it's the best when it's already connected to the action that you are already taking consistently, so you don't need to reinvent here anything, right? Things like date and time also work, but you need some sort of good reminder to tell you at that time of the day, at that um, specific time, you need to do acts, right? And you need to have a reminder that you're going to see, and you need to have a reminder that it's going to be at the time that you actually can do the activity. Reminders that you set up earlier, before the event, before you take the action, they don't work that well, because there are so many other things that will come between the reminder and the time that you need to do the action. So the reminder has to be right at the hot moment of action. Like a good reminder is linking this habit, this meditation habit to the action that you already do. Like for me, it's lunch. I have lunch, I go to my bedroom and I meditate, right? I always have lunch, so I always meditate. Sometimes I have days when I fast, but then I have so much free time that <laughs> because I don't eat food that I usually meditate anyhow. If you want to start morning meditation, you can create a recipe like Every morning when I finish brushing my teeth, I go out or I sit in my living room and I meditate using this, I don't know, video or this app or this kind of meditation. I'm going to sit and focus on my breathing. So three questions that you need to answer. When, where, and how? And again, that's been uh, the darling of behavioral change scientists and researchers. It's confirmed by human data and research. They ran experiments in real life on real people. That totally works. Um, if you want to meditate in the evening, you can create some something like, each time I finish my dinner, I'm going to go to, I don't know, if you don't have your private space, you can go to a restroom or maybe... You can go and meditate on a balcony or on a rooftop, right? Whatever that place is, I'm going to go to my living room, sit down and meditate, uh, focusing on my breathing or listening to this nature music, right? So now you create the recipe and every time you finish your dinner, there's going to be a trigger, okay? I'm going to go and meditate or you brush your teeth, I'm going to go and meditate. This only works though 
If those are the things that you truly consider important and you honestly want to do them, that does not work for things that you don't want to do um, because there is no initiative. So if you are not sure if meditation is good for you, then maybe read more about meditation. If you need more good quality data, interesting data about meditation, uh, reach out. Uh, I'm going to send you a few links. Uh, and then you try it, give it a try. Give yourself like this promise. I'm going to try it for 10 days and see how my work is better or how my mental state is better. Right. And then I give myself permission to make a decision. You can also do like that. But in order to be able to assess the effectiveness of meditation in your life, you first got to give it a try. A few days. I recommend, um, I recommend actually two weeks usually for a trial of any habit. So the recipe, how, when, and where, how, when, and where, remember those questions. And so now back to the forgetting other things. If, for example, um, in the morning, somebody like maybe your spouse, your partner, um, your kid or your parent, uh, they told you, get me something from the store on your way from work. So what you can do then and there in your mind, you tell yourself, okay, after I leave my office, I'm going to head to the store to buy this thing. Um, or even better, if it's cute to something very specific that you do uh, at the moment of getting of when you're supposed to get those groceries. Um, maybe you, um, I don't know, close your computer or you... I don't know, like I haven't been to an office for, for a long time. What do you people do there who still go to the office, right? But create a very specific trigger that will, in the morning, that you will remember about at night, something you do every night. Maybe when I close the door of my office, I will head to the grocery store to get this thing and visualize it in your hand. Answer these questions, how, when, and where. Ideally, you would also put a reminder on your phone, um, something that pops up, something that you check that also enhances this habit. But this recipe in your head, how, when, and where, it is very powerful. Visualize it, think about that, and see how cool it is, how actually better it works, right? When, where, and how, how, when, and where. Uh, and the reason for that, why it works is the more you entertain the information, piece of information, like the information that you need to remember, you know, the, the promise that you make, the more you work with that information, like creating this recipe, how, when, and where, the more prominent and important it becomes in your brain. And when something in your brain is important, the more energy, the more attention you give to that, you're so much less likely to forget it. Um, when somebody just tells you and you're like, yeah, it's one thing when you create, when you take the next step and create that recipe in your head, it's much more work, right? Even better, write it down. That's going to for sure make you not forget. So just take a piece of pen of paper or maybe um, take your phone and type it in how, when, and where. Um, after I close the door of my office, I'm going to head to the grocery store to pick, pick up this thing, right? Type it in in your note app and see how, and see the magic work. Um, 
And that's it, guys. Try it. Try it. Really try it. And let me know, either for any of your habits, like meditation that you've been forgetting and failing to do it consistently. Again, it's a normal thing, but you can do better. There are better tools. Uh, or for things that people ask you to do, you agree to do them, but you usually forget them. Or something that you forget to do, even though you, you want to do it. You know, it's a simple thing. Maybe you're running some errands, but you always forget to do that, right? So use it. Let me know how you do. I really would love to hear about your results. And stay tuned. I'm going to be blogging about this book. It has, again, quite a few tools that are absolutely steals. And you'll be, yeah, you'll learn the science of how to get from where you are to where you want to be by changing your habitual behaviors. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening, guys. I hope you found it useful interesting. And most importantly, maybe after listening to this podcast, you create this recipe for trying it out. How, when, and where. Okay, you finish listening to this podcast. How, when, and where you're going to apply what you learned today. Create this recipe right away. Write it down, and I'm sure you're going to do that. And maybe put in that recipe also email Angela about results. That would be a really cool thing. So try it out, let me know, and till next time, your homework is to try the recipe. Talk to you soon, guys.